0: Rex Murphy says it well as he describes the world that we have shaped for ourselves in the last decades. He writes in one of his National Post articles, every little world saver, and even the big ones too, are stars in their own private movie in this social media world. They write and direct as well And the script never changes it goes kind of like this they and they alone see a world in menace they and they alone know absolutely know what the danger is and what the world must 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 do to avoid collapse and devastation and that salvation he says always, always means that they must be granted the power to change the world and all it does so that their vision and their certitude can be validated. Anyone can shape the world into their image, and they themselves are the heroes. Joshua Ramos calls it living in the age of the unthinkable or living in a revolutionary age. Tweets are used to set international policy. Facebook postings replace hard and research news. The truthfulness of the Internet is never questioned. You may be in for a surprise, however, if you try to pass off a little information from Wikipedia in a research paper. And discover it was wrong. So don't try it. Or at best, maybe it's shallow. But hey, you don't have to worry. Just cry out. Fake news! And that makes what you say right anyway. Information is king. Social media is now a buffer to speak truth or at least angry utterings to those we are in conflict with without ever having to look at them face to face. How many of you have experienced the assault of a loose tongue in a tweet or an internet feed? It doesn't appear that there are any Bible verses, at least that I can find, that deal with that phenomenon. And as you come to this place called Tyndale University College or to Tyndale Seminary, it is our job to pass on to you the ability to grasp the challenge of living intellectually, socially, and spiritually to navigate this increasingly complex and unmoored world. No matter if you're studying to be a teacher, to act on your call to vocation in ministry, in business, whatever it is that God is calling you to, you will receive a degree at the end of your time here in counseling, in history, in theology, in psychology, let's not forget business again, or international development, or pastoral studies, or spiritual formation, or education... Human services. Whatever your paper says at the end, you will have to have the skills to navigate this world. You will have the privilege of studying under Stanbury and Gural and Franks and Yusuf and Duquette, and No and Santos and David and Kessler, and Noel. Neon and Eidstrom and Fott, Draper, and so many others. And at the end of your journey here, we will set you loose into this world, hopefully wide eyed, with some imagination, hopefully not naive, but anticipating what is next knowing that you can make a difference by the way you approach your vocation that you feel God is calling you to in a world that is increasingly losing the art of listening progressively laying aside the ability to think incisively in a world that is losing an admiration for character and truth in a world that it's lost its anchors and its plumb lines In a world that is not simply growing more hostile to Christian faith, but in a world that is losing the ability to tolerate difference in general, especially if it disagrees with a personal reality or opinion that is contrary to what God has created. We believe that at Tyndale, you will be taught and formed to be different. At the seminary, we believe in an engaged theological reflection rooted in biblical foundations and interpersonal and spiritual insights. As an institution, we believe that a critical mind combined with a rooted and a formed character is crucial for this time, and that when it is undergirded with a compassionate and caring spirituality, we believe... We can make a difference. You will be given tools and soul formation so that you can live in this world secured and not threatened. Recently, Catherine Krauss, who graduated with her B.A. in philosophy in 2014, just passed her Ph.D. dissertation defense at the University of Waterloo. She wrote to her professors here at Tyndale to thank them this last week. Listen to what she said. I wanted to thank you for the years at Tyndale classes with each of you. You not only taught me to do engaged and rigorous philosophy, setting me up to succeed academically, but to do so with a deep and a sustaining faith. Wouldn't you like to be accused of that? Right now, you only taught me, uh, right now, many of my friends seem to be in a time of deconstruction, their words questioning everything and feeling so disoriented. And it has made me so grateful that I gained the skills to engage with the process of deconstruction, but also know how to rebuild and to stay the course. I often find myself in a somewhat, I love this line, philosophical counseling role, walking people through what good reasons look like, and how to sort out hard topics with logic and intellectual humility. I wouldn't have been able to support people in this way if it wasn't for my time of learning with each of you at Tyndale. So thank you. Way to go, faculty. These are the frames from which we live together as a learning community here in Tyndale and you're joining us at a fascinating time. In two weeks, we will be celebrating our 125th anniversary of existence. Tyndale is not a new place. It has had numerous names, but its mission has always been the same. It has had numerous geographical locations, but its mission has always been the same. To form a people to elicit a courage and a character that sets our graduates apart in what we have come to call the Tyndale experience. And this morning, I want you to tap into that reality. I want you to know that in your studies and in your formation in the next few years, many of others have gone before you. You are not alone. That's what the writer of Hebrews is telling us. He describes a faithful people in Hebrews chapter 11. He names them by name, and we could tell you those stories. None of them were perfect. As much as we would have tried to pasteurize these people of faith in Scripture, many times they failed. Many times they outwardly rebelled, but they stood the course. They finished the race. They lived, however stumbling toward a faithful journey. And then he writes in Hebrews chapter 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let's throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race that is marked for us. Do you hear that? For each of us. A cloud of witness. A cloud of witnesses is a description. It's almost like a stadium. And we're called to run this race. And we're being told that we're doing it in front of these people who have gone before us and those people who are cheering us on one of our professors in education dr ken badley was in kenya with me and my wife carla and we were te- uh, they were teaching kenyan public school teachers along with some other canadian teachers and they were talking about this passage of Scripture. And, and Ken said to the, the Kenyan teachers, he said, it's almost like they're sitting up in the stadium and they're doing the wave. Now, the Kenyans had never seen the wave. They looked very perplexed. So Ken tried to explain that, this to them. And then I want you to picture this. One of them finally says, what is the wave? And so he took these 90 teachers outside and they practiced the wave. It was amazing. That's the point here. These people who have gone before you, they are cheering you on. The point, the point, the point of calling all of these saints from the chapter 9, 11, I should say, witnesses is not as much to say that they're watching us, but to say that they are near enough us so that we can watch them and they can cheer you on. My father uh, managed a business when I was playing football in university. He always seemed to manage a business trip to the city that I was playing football in and I came to I came to realize that when I would show up at UBC or some other place to play I could look up in the stands and this one cloud my father would be cheering me on if you're new here Read the bio plaques of some of the people who have named spaces here. They are special people, fascinating stories of faith and community engagement. They have shown us the way. I gather around the so many stories of the more than 12,000 alumni still faithfully living now into their worlds, and then think of the number of alumni over 125 years many have passed away they are sitting in the stadium of life and you will run this race and you will need to know that they are cheering you on and they're doing the wave you are not alone and if that isn't enough then think of the tremendous band of supporters some of who are here In fact, some of you are here because they've provided a scholarship that it made it possible for you to be here. It isn't easy to provide a quality of educational experience that has no government funding except student loans. But they make it possible, and they make it affordable, and you should get to know their stories. They're amazing people. So this morning... I want to welcome you to Tyndale, this unique place in a remarkable city which is considered to be one of the most multicultural cities in the world. And I want to invite you to drink deeply into its color, into its vibrancy and its life. But at the same time, let it be a springboard for learning and formation. And at the end, as I said at the commencement service last year, I want to suggest to you, at the end of this, we want you to be more in love with Jesus than when you came. I realize that sounds simplistic and elementary. But in truth, in my experience, it's much more difficult to do than to say or even conceptualize. You will learn that knowledge doesn't always lead to kindness and compassion and even goodness. You will learn that really it is something from the inside, an intentional urgency, to be something more intellectually, in terms of your character, and in terms of your faith. Because these are the kind of skills necessary to speak and to live and to navigate this world. Welcome to this journey.